Hey guys, welcome back to the Nine's Purpose Podcast. I'm Tanner and I'm joined by... What's up, it's Duncan. What's up, it's Nathan. And today we got Nathan introducing a quote. All right, so the quote goes, It is not from the benevolence of the butcher, the brewer, or the baker that we expect our dinner, but from their regard to their own interest. This is from Adam Smith. Um, it's very clear that right here that he's just talking about the base level of like the foundation of capitalism. But to an extent, we also need to talk about this as far as um, you should regard your own interest. And, and a lot, I think a lot of people don't. I, th- I feel like a lot of ways people say, well, my interest is a hobby that is too hard, like too hard to get into. You know, I know there's a lot of people that would probably like to get into 3D printing or people that would like to, you know, get into drawing, painting, all this stuff. And while, yes, like there's, of course, the monetary hump that you have to get over to get into some of those hobbies, you definitely, you definitely need to work to be able to do those because in, a, in many ways, working on those things is cathartic and it, and it essentially, it's going to give you good quality mental clarity. And on top of that, a lot of times when there's a will, there's a way you, a lot of times you'll be able to find a way for that to work into your occupation. If that's what you want, you know, you can. You can build a company doing that. You can go find a place. Your, your set of skills will definitely, you can market them as well as you can. So what do you guys think? Yeah, I'd say it's a, it's definitely a dog eat dog world out there. <laughs> I mean, we can talk about kindness and stuff all day, but at the end of the day, you have to, you're the only one looking out for yourself. You know, once mm-hmm. you, you turn 18 and if you go to college, you graduate from college is probably when you're like officially like adult on your own, own bill. Uh, bills and everything it's it's only you out there like yeah there's people that will help you and kind of be your safety net but it's up to you to provide for yourself and that's great if you if you love hobbies and you want to make it a career but you have to understand at some point like you gotta let hobbies be hobbies you know not everyone can be a professional you know underwater basket weaver (laughs) you ever heard that line um you you just gotta look out for yourself and you're the only person that can do that and we've talked about that when it comes to anything that we change about ourselves or try to improve about yourself, you know, it's up to you to do it. And it is definitely one of those things where it is up to you in this world. Like that's the, the hand you're given that it's up to you to provide for yourself. Yeah, I think another thing that you can pull from this quote is, you know, because you can be certain that you're self-interested, you can be certain that everyone else can be self-interested. Like you're not going to trust that the butcher has your health in mind when he when he's cutting up the meat right but you trust that he wants you to come back and buy it from the store again because that's where the money is and so that's kind of how you can treat life is you if you can't trust someone to do something nice for you or correctly for you you can trust that they're going to do that because they want something out of the relationship or because they you're paying them you know and it is kind of a more cold and calculated way to view the world. And I don't think that it's the best way to view the world all the time. But if you struggle, you know, trusting people or if you have anxieties, you know, especially if you are at a grocery store, right? Cause I had this problem when I was 16 and first driving around, right? I had like anxiety way too much when I bought something. You know, because I was like, I'm inconveniencing the owner of the store or something stupid like that. And then eventually I realized, oh, wait, no, I'm paying them money. They want my money. 
So they're just going to do whatever I need them to do. I really am inconveniencing the food line clerk right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or like, <laughs> if, like, like if I couldn't find something, yeah. I would look for it. And I would never ask the clerk or, yeah. you know, okay, one okay, of the I employees, okay, you know, sense, yeah. you know, and it's like, oh, wait, no, because oh, I can't pay them for. Yeah. And if I can't find it, then they don't get the money from from right, me purchasing yeah. it. So, like, yeah. you know, well, OK, so one thing that the quote is very obviously talking about is when Adam Smith is living, he's living in the 17, 1700s and <laughs> um, he is very clearly talking about kingship. You aren't a king over the people that that do that these things happen to happen for right just because you receive dinner from the butcher the baker and the brewer doesn't mean that you're their king and they do it out of reverence for you and just because they're such good-hearted people um sorry karen the world doesn't work like that um, <laughs> so you know that it, it's the same thing it's like imagine going to mcdonald's right and saying the cook he he spends his hard time hard time in this life he first off you know was kind enough to choose to work at this mcdonald's for me and he chose to make my quarter pounder with cheese and bacon <laughs> right he chose to do that out of the benevolence and kindness in his heart and his reverence for me a person he's never fucking met right if you treat life like that um i'm sorry you're going to be disappointed every single day that you wake up and so and, and it's clear how capitalism is built on this it's like why would I ever work work for someone else? And then they're like, oh, I can work for my own interest, right? Yeah. Like, it may not seem like it, but this was actually a revolutionary idea <laughs> at the time. Like, and, and going back to that same idea of, like, why you do things for people. I'm at, I'm at, like, imagine watching a football game and saying, the people on that screen, the people on that screen have trained their whole life and dedicated their time just so I can be entertained, right? Uh. Now, that's stupid, right? Because I'm pretty sure there's not a football player out there that gives a flying fuck what you think about how they play football. Not one. Uh, like, I mean, they, they think it's cool and all that you like them, and, the, you know, they'll shake your hand and stuff, and thanks for being a Span supporter. They didn't do it for you, okay? They did it for themselves. They did it because they like football. And it, it's not exceptionally – it's not selfish for them to say that, right? It is – it's – it seems like a more selfish twist. It's not really. Yeah. It's like we're it's human. realistic. It's humans. It's realistic, right? And the other one is absolutely exceptionally naive about the way that the world works and the way that people are kind. The point of kindness being so regarded as it is in our society, this service, this all these activities, is because the base level stuff that we do is not out of kindness. The base level stuff we do is out of normal self-sufficiency and, and survival, right? And so those kind acts that we do on the side, those are those are much more revered, right? Because it's like like compulsive, like if you had to do something, right? You're not going to be given the same kind of like praise as you were if you were volunteering your time to do that thing, right? And so that's clearly what it's talking about. But it's also talking about is the the side of the coin that's not there's the side of the coin affecting the people around you, and then there's the side of the coin affecting you. Right. And so you need to think about yourself, think about your interest and, you know, not just waste your own time, but, yeah. you know, not waste your time thinking that the world revolves around you. But, you know, that and not necessarily that you're just a cog in the wheel. You're just, you're just a person. You know, it's like it, it's just life and it's kind of hard to boil down. Life is a complicated thing. But, you know, we try to work on that. It's definitely a balancing act. Um, and I think in our daily lives, we have to walk that tightrope. 
between being self-sufficient and survive, you know, making enough money to pay the bills and doing the things that we want to. And that's like what we all aspire to is to make enough money that we can retire and then spend our full time doing whatever we want to do. But that's just, you know, not how the world works that we can come out of the womb just doing what i mean we kind of we do come out of the womb doing whatever we want to <laughs> but once you reach adulthood you, you got to do something with your life unless you're just born rich and finding that balancing act between dedicating your time to make money but yet having enough money to do what you love it, it's one of the the biggest problems ever finding that work-life balance and some of the happiest people have the happiest people do find that they they, they find that way to fund what they like to do or they like what they're doing, which is rare, but that's what everybody strives for is to do what you love so you can spend more and more time doing it. But most people like to get a job, you know, that they're good at and that they like, but they obviously have more things they want to do when they get home. Right. Yeah. And I think that also this quote can help you understand that while not everyone is necessarily looking out for your best interests and they're looking out mainly for their own interests. I think that you can really understand and appreciate from this perspective, how rare it is that someone looks out for you, you know, cause people do do that. Your parents do that. Your grandparents probably do that. Hopefully your significant other will do that. Your siblings, no matter how many fights you have, <laughs> no matter how much hair gets pulled at the end of the day, We'll probably do that. Yeah. You know, and I'm not going to speak for everyone's siblings, but for the most part, you know, if you're the youngest and someone is bullying you at school, your older siblings are going to say, Hey, the only one allowed to bully my, my younger sibling is me, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and that that's a protective. And, you know, these things I think sometimes get thrown to the side because you're just like, ah, well, they, I deserve this, or they're just doing this because of X, Y, and Z. But it's truly rare that people care about you in that way or yeah. that people are invested in that way. You know, um, there was one guy, I can't remember his name, but he talked about friends and he was like, the true friends are the friends who not only listen to your problems, but listen to your problems and don't immediately start talking about their own, you know, because yeah. what that means is they're actually listening. Because otherwise they're just listening to your problems and going, well, I'm doing way worse off than them, yeah. you know? And oh, you think that's a problem? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You think that's a problem. Let me show you what I've got. Yeah. Um, but, My basket of shit is much heavier than your basket of shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but we can do a lot better than that. And I think that it's also very important that you do realize that there are people out there who care about you enough to sacrifice some of what they have or some of their well-being or to not do what's optimal for themselves in order to, to make sure that you're doing okay. Right. And, and the part about this is that Adam Smith is swapping the idea from you should do things because it's good for society to saying that guys, you can literally work and earn all this stuff and do it for your own benefit. And like, it, it's not selfish for people to want to swap over to a system that essentially harnesses the nature of us as humans. Right. And so it makes you work more efficiently, more effectively. And, and I can say right now, if if they told me to come to college because it will make society a better place, right? Like, I mean, I can say a lot of people would not come to college if it was 
just because society will become better through the work that I can conduct. Mm -hmm. That's a byproduct of what I do. And I do what I do because at some point I can, you know, host the life that I wish to live in, right? Which is the point of, you know, building everything and finding your purpose and being, being motivated and disciplined to conduct your life in a way that's impactful and, you know, not only useful to people around you, but useful to yourself, right? So I would definitely say that not everyone's situation is the same when it comes to this, you know, idea of having people to support you or going out to do whatever your own interest is. Because, you know, some people don't give two shits about how much money they'll make in this lifetime. Mm -hmm. You know, they, they want to just backpack and be a hobo around America. They're going to, you know, if they want to live their time just in the wilderness, they will. And you know, not everyone's going to do that because most people like having earthly possessions that they can buy and enjoy. But the statement doesn't fit everybody but yet it does at the same time because of that last thing he says, but from the regard to their own interest, um, you know, in any of the services they uh, people provide or do, they're doing it for their own interest. And if, you know, that's your, what you want to do, you're going to go mm -hmm. do whatever. Um, but definitely the different situations that can be applied to, not just from the capitalist monetary, you know, monopoly mindset, but also to the societal thing is very interesting, especially what you're talking about with how there there are people that will give up things for you. And, you know, the, the best relationship you have, you're willing to put them before you. And that's one of the most valuable things like you can have. Well, this is a human thing, too, because even people that volunteer their time are still getting that benefit of their own interest. People that don't want to volunteer don't volunteer. People that because what they're doing is essentially they're exchanging their time in, instead of for money, like we normally think of, they're exchanging it for, in many ways, mental clarity, um, good feel, good beneficial feelings in the help of their community. Their community is going to function better, and that always reaps rewards, right? When you put back into the community, most times, 99% of the time, the community is going to you know, return, return the favor, whether it be to you or to your kids or whatever. You're building a, a, a good constructed place to live in. And it's just, that's a human thing, and him capitalizing on this means that, to an extent, Adam Smith isn't just an economist talking about this. He's a philosopher. Mm -hmm. He's speaking to the human nature of we work for our own interest. It doesn't matter if that interest is money or, or anything, and especially like with modern hustle culture. We hear about the, the new, the new like, like FIRE, right, the financial independence retire early thing that people are doing. Um, which is very, very cool. It's very interesting to see people do that. There's a lot of people on this planet that can't do that. There's a lot of people on this planet that can't delay their own hobbies or their own interest for eight to 10 years while they essentially live as literal, literally frugal as possible so they can work up enough investments to accrue to just retire and do whatever they want, right? Mm -hmm. That's a cool, cool idea. Not everyone can do that. Well, everyone can do it in the, the, the you could do it, but like, <laughs> yeah. Not everyone's going to because people work differently. And some people actually like their jobs. Like I, I like I know it's crazy to think, but there are people that go to work every day, very happy to go to work today. Right. Those people, those people are um, they don't they're not shed light on as very often because, you know, when you've got qualms, you're gonna scream way louder than when you're happy. Yeah. But that's uh that's true. And no matter what you do, in this life, you're going to set up something that works for your own interest, right? Whether it be 
that you're, if your interest is your kids, right, you're going to set up a household area that's you, you're going to build the best place you can for your kids. Or if your interest is to see all of the United States or all of the planet, you're going to work as hard as you can to do that, whether it be by, by foot. Cause I, I know there's people that are like, yep, scavenged enough money together to get on a plane to fly to Europe. And then they just backpack over Europe. It's like, how'd you eat? Did you have an investment portfolio? What's like, <laughs> what's supporting this venture? And they're like, no, I just figured it out. Right. Like those people are in a, just a different way. They're completely disconnected from the, the, the modern hustle capitalist culture. Right. And to an extent, I, I extremely revere those people that they can just step outside of modern life and you know, yeah. take a look at the entire world and its beauty without the, essentially the shackles of modern society to an extent, you know? And so to an extent, that's what our podcast covers is we're trying to find that original purpose, that original beauty that you had in a, in a essentially a shackleless free life inside of, you know, the, I don't want to, I don't want to like, it's not a cage, but like, it, it's still a confined space of how we work in society. Right. So if there's one thing that I could say to take away from this episode, it's that don't be so naive as to think that everyone out there has good intentions and don't be so selfish that you literally only do everything just because me want me want the new thing right that's a horrible way to live life you shouldn't be a materialist but you also shouldn't be no so naive that you think that everyone's just willing to be um nice and able to work together that's not it's not going to work it once again we're coming back to the, the the lesson should be be introspective but also respect your own interest because as a person if you don't follow your interest in some way, shape or form, whether it be through the hobby or the work that you do, you're not going to, you're not going to live a happy life. You're going to be, you're probably going to be very resentful or you're just going to be stressed a lot. And no one likes that. So um, I've enjoyed having you guys on the show and we will see you guys next time. See, see you. you.